This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. I did discover, too, that maybe beer is not the greatest beverage to have on a podcast. Because people just, in the middle of their fucking sentence. I mean, if Joe Rogan's allowed to get high all the time on his show. That's because it's his show. He he does what he wants. They have much better mics. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thundercast. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam. We have another podcast that just talks about movies. Today's episode is sponsored by Acme Dynamite. Because, oh, wow, that's a big uh, one. Yeah, we're blowing up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're coming to you live from a mural painted on the side of a cliff. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, also uh, by la- Acme. Yeah, no, last week, uh, Christian tried to paint one for me to run into with a beautiful woman, woman standing there, but I ran up to it hooked up with her ran off and then Christian tried to chase after bumped into it <laughs> yeah Liam and I have a very wily Coyote and Roadrunner uh, uh, relationship apparently <laughs> yeah. wow yeah uh, today's episode we're going to be talking about animation um, for the most part uh, we'll see where we go from there we might talk about other forms of motion <laughs> motion pictures right am I right uh, anyway so let's let's go off of the top um, what have we seen uh, red uh, you know I, I don't know what to call it anymore <laughs> well, we've ingested we agreed on this a while that's ago that's true that's true the right. media we have ingested alright we should start with Lucas's book club yeah start with <laughs> All Lucas's right. book club yeah, I did I did read a book I did read a book it's a sequel to a book I talked about a while ago called uh, this book is called Jade War it's a sequel to Jade City uh, right, 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 saga. right, yeah. right. The one where I kept saying it was Krypton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the it's a gangster, basically a gangster novel, but with magic and uh, and kung fu. Like I said before, uh, this one was really really interesting because uh, a lot of shit goes down. I mean, shit, like uh, and there's lots of consequences. Like someone, their character dies at one point, and they're kind of brought back, but they're brought back after several minutes of being like dead so there's like severe brain damage are they a zombie they're not a zombie oh man but (laughs) for those of you that are interested in zombies listening to listen to the thunder uh thunder and dragons coming (laughs) spoilers i was was also gonna say this sounds kind of like flatliners already i actually have not seen flatliners no you're not really missing out on it (laughs) uh yeah jade war good book highly recommend I've also been keeping up with uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I've seen up to episode four now. Which uh, Liam and I have not caught yet. Mm, I have, mm. haven't been able to catch up with that. I did watch uh, episode three the other week. Yeah. yeah um, I watched uh, episode four. It's kind of like uh, kind of like Seven Samurai slash uh, Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, except uh, not with Seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Magnificent Yoda. <laughs> also, Magnificent Two. It, is it also kind of like uh, Tombstone or that episode of Firefly where? Yeah. Uh... Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's a, that's a it's very Western slash samurai movie sort of thing. Um, you just need to move like the mic's not facing your face. Uh, I'm just noticing that. Is that better? Just uh, take the thing off and spin it a little bit more towards you. Nope, way too much, bud. Is that better? Let go. Yeah, that is better. There you go. Um, and then if you could tilt it up. Yeah, there you go. Try again. Do another sound check. Hello? Maybe move it in just a little check, closer in your face. Yeah, Lucas, check. Liam, try again. Check, check. Oh, yeah, Liam's better. Okay. Burr, um, right on. Go. And yeah, uh, Mandalorian. Uh, I'm still not like... I want to like it so much more than I do. Yeah. Right yeah. now, it's like, eh, it's fine. Are you still struggling with the idea of a faceless hero? Sort of. It was a little bit better this time because, like, they gave him a little bit more humanity in it. I'm not going to spoil how, but, like, they made him feel a little bit more like a person. But still, like, it it still just kind of feels like he's not, a, not like, fully a person. Right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I do like throughout the course of the show is I like how he's not, like, super, like, hyper-competent with everything. Mm, which is mm-hmm. something I'm always a sucker for in, like, uh, main characters or action heroes. But I, I'm also in the same boat of you where it's, like... I just don't know how much I care. 
Like, I enjoy watching it, and, like, uh, every so often I think it's really cool, but I just don't think it's the outstanding thing that every Star Wars fan on the internet is saying it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think we're, we're all kind of on the same page. We, we enjoy it. Like, yeah. I, I don't hate it by any means. I also don't think it's the greatest Star Wars thing that's ever come out. No, I'm having a really good time. Fine. Yeah, it's fun to have a weekly Star Wars. Yeah, and I, I like that it's shorter. I, I like that it's like 30 to 40 minutes and yeah. not like the 45 to an hour like most streaming services do because it doesn't need that much amount of time. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, I, I like it fine. I don't think it's incredible. No. And uh, something I posted on Twitter earlier. Um, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> a controversial opinion. You're wrong. Uh, hot take. Uh, Baby Yoda's not that cute. Fuck off. <laughs> I think somebody stabbed you in the eye. I just think that I'm... I just think that... I like... I was... When he first showed up on the show, I was like, okay, cool. I, do, I love how I don't overplay the cutesiness or whatnot. But like, it's also like... I know Disney's just going to over-market the shit out of this thing. I mean, they've already kind of started. And even just yeah. people on uh, Facebook or whatnot, I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I like that thing. It's yeah. my, it's my full... profile picture on, on Twitter now. <laughs> full disclosure, I also don't think babies are cute. Yeah, that's So that's fair. probably yeah. where that comes from. Lucas is a baby killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched uh, I watched uh, something me and Liam have in common this week. Uh, we both watched uh, season three of The Dragon Prince. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. right. So, Overall thoughts, Lucas? I, I liked it. I think there are some parts that were a little weaker than the previous two seasons. Uh, Ezra, friend of the show, uh, has said that there is quite a bit of um, like queer identity in the, in the show. There is, right? yeah, Which, yeah, uh, yeah. Something that I actually did really respect. Even, oh, yeah, even me just, too. Like, some racial stuff that I liked on top of that. Like, mm-hmm. in, like, particularly with elves. So, like, in most epic fantasies or whatnot, elves are usually, like, uh, really tall, just pale white dudes or women. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, this one, like, they show that, like, uh, elves aren't necessarily a race for a species so they can have like other different ethnicities or whatnot yeah there's there's several different kinds of elves some of them are more like white some of them are more black some are more brown that right, kind of right. thing like one of them has like a full-blown like almost like a ugandan sounding accent mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. It's, it's a species right yeah it's yeah there's species right. and they have different races within the species as right. well just like humans do um i i feel like like a lot of the show has been kind of pushing back against the idea of a just war in a lot of ways like they're they're always trying to avoid war. They're always trying to make sure that doesn't happen. And in season three, one of the things that I found a little bit iffy um, was that they uh, kind of went away from that a little bit. Mm-hmm. They had to make like a final stand almost. Yeah, and... yeah, kind of that sort of thing. And no one brings up the fact that like thousands of people are dying, thousands of innocent people who are tricked are dying. But you know, other yeah. than that, uh, I really liked it. So, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. There were a couple of plot elements that I thought were a little rushed, particularly what happens with Callum and uh, Rayla. I thought, like, mm. uh, yeah, when you get felt... to the halfway point, I thought it started to get a little rushed, mm. especially with the big uh, revelation in the end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, but other, thing, uh, other things I will give it is that, like, I definitely felt like things were more of a threat this season. Oh, I that's a good point, yeah. That in the first season, like, I didn't really find... Or the first two seasons, like, there wasn't really a character or an antagonist who I found especially intimidating. Like, maybe Veer into some regard, but he wasn't doing a whole lot in season yeah. two. Oh, man, there was a scene in this season that made me hate Viren so much. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Which one? When he, when he's, when he bas- basically when he gaslights Soren. Yeah. Oh, man, I oh, hated yeah, no, him was, so much. Yeah, that was pretty sadistic. Oh, man. Um, also, this season actually did make me like Soren. Yeah, me too. Soren Soren over California, the Disney ride. <laughs> no, he's like in the first season. I, in the first two seasons, I was like, okay, I get it. He's big. He uh, was it. He's dumb and like he's, he's, he's a big dumb jock essentially. Yeah. And then in this one, like uh, they still have some of that, but he felt more like a person this time around. Yeah, he he made some tough calls. Like he he made some real character growth throughout the season. Yeah. By the end, he started to actually kind of become a hero in his own respect. Yeah, yeah, and he he like uh, there's a scene. I'm not going to spoil it, but you probably know the scene I'm talking about when he. When he he chooses his side, yeah, because like, well, what he saw was, I will say, is pretty horrifying. Yeah, yeah, um, and like he he makes a choice. It kind of gets a little bit retconned, but like in that moment, the choice is still real. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can I get a point of reference, like something, anything? <laughs> no, no, no. Shit. <laughs> no, but overall, I uh, was. It? I don't want to spoil anything. All right. Overall, I I still enjoy the show. Uh, I know me too. I thought we were kind of. What was weird with the last episode was like, okay, it seems like they pretty much wrapped the series up at this point. Uh, yeah, that's because Netflix tends to, in, in its current uh, business model, is canceling everything after three seasons right now. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah, they're kind of just trying to tick the boxes. I they're guess not sure if they're going to get another one. Yeah, I guess that happened with uh, Daredevil and like yeah. Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, Daredevil ended in a way where like there's so much more that could be done here. 
Oh yeah, I saw this great meme that was uh, he, uh it was uh, Mac or not what's his name Matt Matt Murdock Mac Murdock <laughs> Matt Murdock and he's standing in the kitchen and the portal from the Endgame is open beside him yeah. and he's just like Karen is there a draft in here? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. And one more thing I wanted to mention about uh, Dragon Prince they need I, she got more to do this this season but they need to give uh, General Amaya way more to do. She's yeah. one of the best characters on the show, in my opinion. She's yeah. a deaf one. Yeah, yeah. I like I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really curious to see where they go with her kind of friendship with uh, Vawana, uh, Sun Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought their dynamic was really cool. I just kind of wish there was more of it. Yeah, like, me too. Like, I... I thought there might be a thing of Amaya teaching her like sign language or something, or like a little bit more of that. Yeah, yeah, would have been cool. But uh, yeah, Amaya kind of she she's a she's a side character. I just. I just, I just want her to be the star of the show. She's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, um, I also liked how it dealt with the whole thing about like being a king is a challenge, especially when you are a child. Oh yeah, child king. Yeah, not no. a, generally not a good idea. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, history has showed that it doesn't tend to go over especially Typically, well. Typically, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I'm pretty positive on the whole. Yeah, thing. me too. I really liked it. I had a lot of fun. I watched it all in one in one night because myself and my cousin. Uh, started watching it together, and every time a new season comes out, we get on Discord and like watch it together. No, is just... this the cousin who uh, <laughs> likes Avatar? Yeah, yeah, he's the one who got me into Avatar: Last Airbender. Yeah, I still don't like this show as much as Avatar. Oh, I still well, think yeah. Avatar had more more of a spine than most kids shows, and this one kind of seems to be fitting more of a model of kids shows. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, like um, one of the things that comes to mind when it comes to like spineless kids shows, even though I think it's a good movie, is Big Hero Six. Because, like, they never say the word dead or died. Right. They say, he's right. gone. It's like, it would be more powerful if you said died, but I get you don't want to scare the yeah, kids. Yeah, the same yeah. thing happened. Kids got to learn about that shit, though. Yeah, uh, they do. Uh, and we could talk about that more a little later, because I've got a great example. Oh, right, but, right on. Kids, kind of, right. Liam, Liam killed some parents the other day. Uh, yeah. but, um, <laughs> taught, taught some kids about it. It kind of, at some points... Uh, I definitely like it more than this show, but the Dragon Prince kind of falls into some of the same problems I have with shows like Star Wars Rebels. Oh, okay. Where it just feels like very cut down or whatnot. Yeah, like, that's, I see that. That's fair. But like, anyway, uh, that's uh, let's move on to yeah. you since you're already talking. That, that's, what you, that's what you've had, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. Everything I've been talking about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to split things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> so I've already talked about the Dragon Prince. Um, I guess another thing I watched is I'm pretty much all caught up with uh, his Dark Materials now. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I've been meaning to watch it. I just don't have much spare time lately. Um, it's I still good. Need, yeah. I still need to give you the books. You do. Yeah, you do. Maybe yeah. after we record. Hey, I've been looking for books to bring to to to, to on my holiday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind me bringing them out of the country, that's up to you. If you're not comfortable with that, that's perfectly as fine. As long as I get them back in some capacity. Oh, if you yeah. sneak some sand in there, then it's yeah. illegal contraband. <laughs> um, but uh, so I watched uh, the most recent episode last night, and overall, I'm still really, really enjoying the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, so for the most part, it mainly just follows the first book, but there are like sprinkles of like the next book. Uh, uh, was it going on? Like with. Um, uh, without giving too much away, like world hopping and stuff, um, like there's they're plant kind of planting seeds for uh, the next book throughout the background, which I am, which I, is really cool. Um, they also uh, it's also more or less pretty true to the book. Some of the aesthetics are a little bit different. Like they have in this show, like they have cars and whatnot. Well, in the books, there aren't really cars. Right. Um, Lin Manuel uh, Miranda has shown up. Hamilton himself. Nice, nice. And uh, he does a very good job. Nice. In, uh, um, he's uh, he's not exactly what I wrote on the page. Um, like maybe it's just because uh, Sam Elliott was one of the only things I liked in uh, the Golden Compass movie. <laughs> That's and, fair. Um, and he was kind of what I thought of a book, but he nice. plays it really well. He's a lot of fun to watch, and like he has a uh, a very natural charisma to him. Oh yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda has a lot of charisma. I've always had a little bit of a problem with his acting. I just feel like he's n- not quite hitting the notes that like needs to like he's obviously really ironic considering yeah i know i know like he's a brilliant writer and a brilliant musician and a great singer and rapper and everything but i always thought his acting was probably the weakest yeah his weakest craft the things that i've seen him in like i've seen him in uh how i met your mother curb Mm -hmm. your enthusiasm 
uh, just like really small little bit parts here and there. Yeah. I've never seen him in a in a in a yeah, supporting was, role or in, a leading role. He was role. in uh, the new Mary Poppins movie, right. which I, I never saw. Yeah, me neither. I just um, I, I, I saw a totally legal recording of uh, Hamilton. Yeah, he was in. Um, <laughs> um, but I can I can totally see where you're coming from. Like what I have seen him in in terms of stage, he he's really good. Mm-hmm. He does really good because the stage is a little bit different. Yeah, he's a stage actor. Yeah, yeah. And then you put him um, just because he had a bombing ass Twitter page. You th- you think you could make him a, <laughs> a celebrity? I was going to say he plays a character named Lee Scoresby, mm-hmm. who's what's called an aeronaut, which means that he's an air balloon pilot. He's That's also, so fucking cool. He's yeah. also kind of a, uh, he's also a Texan cowboy and kind of a hustler in some ways. <laughs> and that, why did Puerto they Puerto Rican not, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> just bring back Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't really. playing dinosaurs. I mean, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, they don't really specify his age. Uh, for some reason, when right. I read the books as a teenager, I, he read a little older to me. Mm-hmm. But again, from what I'm seeing, he works fine. Uh, what they do with the bear, he looks for especially for a TV budget. He looks really, really good. And the bear's nice. name is uh, Yurik uh, Burningson. Right, Yurik nice. Burningson. Yeah, and he's a polar bear. He's uh kind of. They're called ice bears, there or armored bears, and like they're essentially like big uh, noble warriors with like armor that's made from like uh fallen stars and whatnot. Right. So they they they're like intelligent. They like talk and whatnot. Yeah, right? they speak and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, he looks about as good as the uh, dragons on Game of Thrones. And I was impressed Damn. with how they looked. Yeah. Like, they even get, like, some of, like, he doesn't look 100% real, but they do get, like, the textures and stuff on his fur, which I was, which was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, again, I am really, really enjoying it. I'm still not, I was incredibly sold on one cast member, but she's grown on me a little more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um anything else? And then uh, the next thing I saw, which we're probably going to yeah, talk just, about, yeah, is you just you just hold your tongue. You um, just hold your tongue. You hold your tongue. You wait till I say it. <laughs> I, Christian, what did we see? Th- 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 <laughs> that was Liam holding his tongue. Yeah, literally. Yeah, he didn't do a great job. At it. <laughs> um, so what I have seen recently, I haven't, I haven't had a whole lot of time uh, to really go out and, and see a whole lot of things, but I, I I'm almost caught up with uh, Dark Materials. I'm two episodes behind. Uh, there was another episode of Rick and Morty, which um, it, I can't remember what it was called, but uh, it was a heist movie, basically, is what they were oh, okay. doing. They were doing like Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve or Ocean's Thirteen or Ocean's Eight, whatever you want, whatever. Choose your pick. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, choose your prime number. Uh, but I didn't like it. I was like, yeah. oh, come on. Like, even, you you were on a good stride. You had two solid episodes, and then you fucking threw it out of the window. Even from what Christian's described to me on this episode, because fuck no, was I going to watch this? Oh, yeah, but, no. But, um, but he told me some of the stuff. I'm like, wow, this sounds like everything I already don't like about the show, but on crack. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. It was easy. Like, the, mm. the script was really lame. It was boring. Um, the jokes, like I said, they were easy. It was... It was it, you... It's a heist movie, so in heist movies, you always know that there's going to be another twist somewhere along. But the twist in here was that they just do the opposite of what was currently happening. And that's not... No, no that's not... <laughs> you're not even fucking trying at this yeah. point. Anyway, so I didn't like that. Uh, but uh, I also bought The Outer Worlds, so... I got it, too. I haven't played it yet, oh, but... Oh, it's fun. Yeah? <laughs> do, do you like uh, New Va- Fallout New Vegas? Oh, yeah. Played it? yeah. Okay, yeah. if you liked Fallout New Vegas, you're going to yeah. fucking love this. Right, I did I did play, like, an hour or two of it, but okay. that, that's about it so far. Uh, of of Outer Worlds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my so, computer had a problem, and I kept crashing, but... Yeah, Outer Worlds it. is is a very, um, very obviously obsidian game. Like, mm-hmm. it is very, very obsidian. Yeah, I, um, I keep seeing memes, like... Parvati is precious and we must protect her at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we should. She's, she's my companion along with Felix right now. And uh, for, for those of you that are playing the game at home, um, you'll know who those people are. But yeah, no, we protect Parvati. <laughs> no, she is, she's, a, she's a gentle soul. She's there's, something, a, there's something about you have to, like, there's a side quest, like making sure her date goes perfectly or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm currently, I'm working my way up to that. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't spoil anything, but she like falls in love with a, with an engineer of mm. of the same gender mm-hmm. and you have to you have to help as it, it is a little white saviorism but you, you're you're a white space dude helping this this space <laughs> lesbian find love in outer space um but space lesbian is is, is a very is a very phonetically pleasing like yeah like totally com- I, combination uh, of words i see what you're saying it's well, like it's like disaster lesbian except disaster lesbian is is just funny it sounds like the kind <laughs> i've never heard that no it's, it's 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 a slang term for for a woman who uh 
uh, is just non-functional around her her crushes essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And she's just, she's a disaster lesbian, and I just love those two words together. So she's a very space, funny disaster space lesbian. That <laughs> sounds kind of uh, like what uh, Captain Kirk gets off to on his three-year voyage. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I I've always loved Fallout, and it's mm-hmm. Fallout in outer space, which is instantly a classic for me because yeah. <laughs> i like post-apocalyptic stuff post-apocalyptic stuff i love um sci-fi as i've said before and then you just take that shit and put it in space yeah. like yeah yep you're and i got it on a black friday still too so it was only uh, nice. 50 bucks instead of 80 so that was bombing but liam is is squirming in his seat over there um as if he has a knife out <laughs> <laughs> We saw Knives Out. Uh, 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 yeah, Liam, that was awful, and I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, oh, so. Uh, yeah so Liam and I, Liam, Liam and uh, my girlfriend and I saw t- Knives Out. Um, we had our we had our uh, double date, but with Liam. Uh, <laughs> I love Liam and his girlfriend Jill. You ever, you ever met Jill? No. Oh, everybody, put your hand up at home and and trace the letters that come that are on your left hand. <laughs> It's, it's his girlfriend Jill. So this is probably going to be something very rare that you will ever hear me on say on this show. But I loved every fucking minute of that yeah, movie. It was really good. Yeah. It was. Really it, I, good. I really want to see it. Uh, the script was impeccable. Uh, the direction was su- was very on point. Uh, was the cast is outstanding. I've heard there's a lot of great sweaters. There is. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Oh, Evans wears this one sweater. It's like this white knitted sweater. Yeah. It's magnificent. <laughs> um, I yeah. want it. Daniel Craig disappears into his role. There was one point, uh, like forty minutes in the movie. The movie's uh, uh, two and two hours and ten minutes. And I leaned into Liam, and I was just like, "That's uh, what did I say? I said something like Daniel Craig is fucking great." <laughs> so to, and like Dan, so Daniel Craig is one of those actors who I like fine, but I always kind of have a thing where I'm like, when I see him pop, I'm like, "Huh, it's Daniel Craig." Yeah. And then, but here I'm like, he's really fucking good. Oh, he's he's amazing. He completely disappears into the role. Yeah. You could tell he's having so much fun. It has this great southern drawl. Yeah, nice. I suspect foul play. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's a couple times where they use that joke to an advantage, um, or I guess you would kind of say disadvantage, because there's like one or two. There's two more times that. Chris Evans says like Kentucky Fried KFC or, or CSI or whatever. Mm-hmm. He tells that joke three times, and then after the third one, you're like, "Shut up!" <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was also just Shut so up, refreshing to see uh, Chris Evans play a uh, play a smug douchebag after yeah. so many years of Captain America. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that, else. Used, that used to be his trademark. If you go back, like some people don't remember a time before Captain America with Chris. Yeah, Evans. well, he was Human Torch. He was yeah. a smug douchebag. I remember uh, uh, not another teen movie or uh, cellular. <laughs> cellular, yeah. <laughs> um, there's uh but like uh michael shannon's there and he's always great do you want another cookie yeah <laughs> um that'll make more sense if you see the movie um okay. also uh the main girl who uh 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 played by anna de armas it's de arms but yeah, yeah yeah um but like uh liam camp speaks spanish um but like uh <laughs> Um, I didn't expect her to have as much as a role of a role as she did. It's her movie. Yeah, but she, she's, oh, yeah? it's her movie. Hmm. Yeah, she, she carries that whole thing. You no, know, she was fantastic, and like, uh, um, like I liked her and the stuff I've seen in the past. But I'm like, wow, you really are fucking talented. Yeah. Lakeith Stanfield's really he's having a great time. He's he's having so much fun. Um, I have a couple of things that I, I gripe on. Just like I, I mean, we we've talked about how we use the letterbox um, before, and I rate on I rate on a, I used to rate on a 10, 10 point scale. Now I'm a five point scale because. That's just how Letterbox works. Um, I gave it a four out of five, and that's just because there's a couple things where I was just like, "Oh, okay, you could have done that a little bit differently." Like, um, it's not really a spoiler by any means, but you you pretty much find out exactly what happened in the first forty minutes. Okay, and then everything else is like a cat and mouse game to like to try and like fully decipher, fully everything. fully figure everything out. Interesting, but it's it's it because it, it's like a who done it, but you know who did it. It's, a lot, oh, okay. like, it's yeah. a lot like Clue meets Murder on the Orient Express. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there's really like there's also uh, one thing I will say about this. Like there is a lot of like obviously like winks of a camera. Like uh, what is there like oh like very clearly like uh, kind of like we're doing this type of a thing. But the difference I have here as a pair because I've said in the past that shit usually drives me crazy. 
I mean, I think a lot of it is bad. A lot of other writers, when they do bad, it just feels like to a point where we're just kind of making fun of it. And it's like, uh, to a point where I'm like, do you even like these movies or like yeah. any of these? <laughs> and with this, like, it's very clear that Ryan Johnson is in love with those kinds of stories and movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and he sure. is just sharing his passion and just trying to do whatever he can with them. And it's, yeah. this is, to me, it's cemented Ryan Johnson as being one of our great new filmmakers. Oh, uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was fantastic. I've, I, not, I've never heard Liam so happy. I know, it's weird. Yeah. Hey? Like, even in the theater, like, Christian, after we, because we went out for a beer after, and he said to me like I had never I haven't heard you belly laugh like that in a movie in a long time. You'll know when like one day we'll make Liam laugh on this podcast. One yeah, day, one day. But uh, when you do hear it, it's mm-hmm. it's joyous but very grueling, but very <laughs> joyous and beautiful. It's like it's like a a, a little girl going out on her first date and coming home and squealing into her pillow. You know, like, <laughs> it uh, doesn't sound like that. <laughs> says you. Yeah. <laughs> You have, like, you have, like, a pretty low voice, but when I do hear you laugh, it's always pretty up there. Yeah. He's <laughs> having a great time. Um, yeah, so uh, Knives Out, uh, highly recommend it. Um, I, uh, we'll, we're we're going to do a 2019 uh, favorites episode uh, in the new year, but uh, I, I'm going to call it right now. I'm putting it Midsummer number one, Knives Out, number two. Like, like, I, cannot, I can't not say that. And I've got uh, Knives Out, number one, been closely followed by... Uh, of maybe Midsummer, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Spoiler, Siftipa. <laughs> I mean, For those of you at home, when, I mean, if you ever hear us say Siftipa, it means save it for the that's podcast. That's kind of where I'm at yeah. now. We also, the year's not over yet, dumbass. Like, <laughs> do you? Do, but let's let's face it. Do we we think Rise of Skywalker is going to be the greatest movie of the of the year? Like, I mean, no. you did after no, every right. time you see a trailer, you're like, that looks like the greatest thing ever made. I <laughs> have never said that. <laughs> um, let's face it. Force Awakens. That was the greatest movie of that year because it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, but... That's a very, very funny way of mentioning other more worthy films. But... <laughs> Liam was hitting the head with a hammer before the show. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so that's what we've seen. Uh, how'd we do this time? The... Uh, we're at uh, 27 minutes. On the recording. On the recording. We right. did we did fuck around for a couple minutes. Yeah, so, uh, so we're doing pretty good. Yeah, no, it's bad. not as bad as our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, animation, y'all. Animation. Animation. Uh, yeah. I, I think we're, we're all pretty partial to it. Hey? Yeah, I love animation. Yeah. I mean, uh, some of your favorite movies are, are How to Train Your Dragon, right? Yeah. Purely animated yeah, film. Yeah, my, my favorite TV show is Avatar Last Airbender, which yeah. is also animated. Yeah. And, and uh, like my fa- most of my favorite shows are animated as well. Like Avatar's animated, Cowboy Bebop's animated. Yeah, uh, I feel like there's someone at home being like fucking nerds. <laughs> uh, I mean, With yeah, my, babies. My favorite, my favorite TV show of all time is, is Rick and Morty. You know, mm-hmm. like like I've I've come to terms with that. Um, and it's animated too. Yeah. All right, isn't that wild? Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna quiz you guys real quick. What was all the right. first animated film? Oh fuck! Um, very first one that you can that you can think of was the very first animated film. First thing I think uh, of is like the, one of those early Mickey Mouse cartoons. I believe yeah, what f- I can think of. First full length one I believe was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. No, just animated film. That doesn't right. not not full length. I don't know. Uh, initially animated, but I know the first full length was uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That's right. Now give me a year that you think roughly. Um, hmm, I'm gonna say this is a preview of our of our upcoming podcast called Three Idiot Meatballs, where uh, we have a cop. We have I'd a, like to uh, say uh, later uh, uh, 1910s. I was gonna say about 1912. Yeah, you're both wrong. No. <laughs> 1888. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and it was uh, there. Actually, are no surviving copies of it. There was no, um, the film was con- uh, consisted of 700 individually um, painted frames hand painted frames wow. um i mean how else would you paint it and a robot wouldn't do it back then uh and <laughs> it was called butt. it was called uh, a good bear or uh un un bon and uh it is a uh, 15 minutes in length so that was the first you know uh, typically considered the very first animated film with a very close second being the clown and his dog again no surviving copies a uh, seven uh, 300 individually hand painted frames and then followed by uh, a, a movie called Poor Pete, uh, or Pav Perrier. Perrier. I can't speak French, so <laughs> I, I apologize. <laughs> and that one is in 1891, uh, 15 yeah. minutes. So a lot of these are, are French, then? Uh, yeah, it's what it seems Interesting. Like. So and they're kind of, kind of originated in France. France. Yeah, and they're, on, they're all, well, um, by the looks of it, uh, a lot of uh, early uh, motion pictures not film, but motion pictures came from the uh, Paleothic, Paleo, Paleothic, Paleothic. I think. Yeah, 
Paleothic period, um, and that's with Shadow, Shadow Play and uh, Magic Lantern, uh, offered popular shows with moving images as a result of manipulation by hand and or some minor mechanics. Oh, thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, thank you, Wik... I know. <laughs> I, guess, uh, I wrote that. Um, I guess uh, one place to go I would was going to ask you guys is, what do you think makes animation so special and also just so important? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> Got quiet. Uh, yeah. We're all we're all thinking. <laughs> that was a big hard. question. Yeah, it's a huge one. Um, uh, I think I, what, what makes it so important. I think it's because um, it is it's even beyond the subversion of reality that you get from from a live action thing. It's, you know, it's it, it's that it's that step even further of, like of the, unbelievability. It's like actually being transported to a completely different world. Right. Exactly. Like like it's it's something that is entirely created by uh, either one or hundreds of people all coming together to create one story, one vision um, that, you know, you, the viewer, can now import yourself into. It's, it's, it's like going to, like when you go to a play or something like that, um, I, I think that the levels of entertainment are like play, musical, um, live action movie, animated film, because that's mm -hmm. like the levels of, of subversiveness, right? Like you, 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 you fall deeper and deeper down the hole. Until you're eventually so, so far away that you know Felix the cat is believable, right? Yeah. Wiley e. Coyote is believable. Yeah, I think I think it's also sort of um, kind of piggybacking on what you said. It's also like um, the full fullest extent of uh, that we can reach, at least of like making imagination real. Yeah, because like yeah. there's a you can, especially nowadays you can do a lot with live action. But there are some things that you just can't do. Like you right. can't. We've shown, but we can't recreate dead people. We can't perfect the de aging stuff. No, yeah. you can't make a live action Lion King movie that works. Yeah, <laughs> show me some genitals. Damn it! Also, one thing I don't. That's why I don't understand the whole logic in trying to take things that are animated and turn them into live action. No, I don't. I've I've been very confused about that for years. Like I yeah. don't understand why that's. I mean, obviously I understand Disney's logic. It makes them lots of money. Yep. But like I don't understand why people want to go see that. Yeah, I mean, like, just if you want to experience magic, just watch the original. Like, yeah, like exactly. It, it, it's magical enough. Yeah, right? it's gonna be better because like animated movies have so much color and vibrance to them, especially when they're about animals that can't actually like express in a way that we understand right. or we relate to. And like, just looking at the 2019 Lion King is just a it's a master course in why those movies should be animated yeah, and yeah. not live action. Technically speaking, it is animated. It is, but it's photorealistic. Photo right. Yeah. I was even like when the trailer came out and everybody was going off to me like, this looks amazing. This looks amazing. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. It's yeah. going to be amazing. I'm like, this looks so bland and washed out compared to the original. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to go to bad Africa. I want to go to the Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Watch what you say. Liam. Wow. Boy. I don't want to go to real Africa. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Africa. <laughs> Um, we love you. Like, uh, um, what I was going to say to uh, add on to what you guys both said about animation is that, like, Brad Bird once talked about how um, people always go off and say that animation is a genre. And, like, um, they'll ask him, like, how does it feel to work in the animation genre? And he's like, no, it's animation not. is not a genre. Animation is just a medium to work in. And it's right. a... Yeah. And it's a medium of limitless possibilities. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're limited by money, but, uh, I mean, yeah. that's pretty and much then, it. But... And, like, you're... Your artists, yeah, your talent. But... <laughs> I've tried to do animation before. I shouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, possibilities or whatnot, like yeah. limitless possibility, yeah, yeah. right? Um, so what? what uh, as the bio builds the boat, that's how I always find myself back on track when I when I when I start going uh, and forgetting everything. Um, uh, what about something like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because when we well, this conversation is very similar to our our episode four of the Thundercats, the nostalgia episode. Um, with that, we, we spoke more on, on behalf of the cartoons that we liked. Now we're kind of talking about why it's so important and why we like them. But when you think of something like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is not an animated film, but is... Yeah, kind of a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Um, and when, when that sort of uh, connection happens, because there's quite a few movies like that, right? I mean... There's that one that... Uh, cool that Brad, World. Cool World with uh, uh, Brad Osmosis Pitt. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis... Well, mm, not, does not count. <laughs> that does not count because it's not blending the two worlds existing at the same time. I thought at the end, time. like, you Space see them Jam. outside or whatnot. Uh, Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Aslan. Uh, <laughs> so, do you think that's its own genre of animation? Uh, uh, that's interesting. I, I don't really think it's its own... I think it's kind of its own thing. It's, yeah. it's, it, it is a blend of live action and animation. I don't really think it should be seen as either or. Right. I it's mean, kind it's, of its its 
it's own thing. Well, also in the way of, like, Roger Ebb, we don't really do that anymore in that style. Like, now we just get stuff like Sonic the Hedgehog and, like... Right, uh, right. Yeah. And to an extent, you can, you can argue that, like... Every Marvel movie is a blend of animation and live action. Exactly. So, like, so I'm all... glad this conversation is going down this route. So, yeah. <laughs> is and you could honestly probably say that the the last act of Endgame is an animated film. Yeah. The 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 the, the fight between Caesar and Koba at the end of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is 100% CGI. Entirely it animated. Look like yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And so what okay. animated D- difference between CGI and animation? Um, uh, well, I mean, there's I think I think CGI is a type of animation. Yeah, I would say so too. Because um, you know. Okay, it's computer generated imaging, right? Yeah. Imaging, animation, like they, they kind of are the same. Like you wouldn't want to call it CGA. I, just <laughs> I was going to say for as many as advancements we have made with like a, a CGI animation and like computer animated films and whatnot, I will always, there will always be a part of me that's more partial to um, hand-drawn animation. I would agree. Yeah. I feel like with computer, with the computers and stuff, you just really lose that human element or whatnot. Yeah, like a lot of his mathematics and whatnot and really putting in there's still a lot of talent and work that goes into it well uh, but at the same time like like hand-drawn animation has come so far now where um you know it it's not entirely hand-drawn like they draw the 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 assets and then they import those assets into a computer and then they take that and then they animate it from there Mm -hmm. hand-drawn animation like doesn't really exist anymore because it's not you don't get the imperfections right like you would with something like snow white right the first animated film uh full length feature with sound uh you you miss a lot of those those inconsistencies and those 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 errors those human errors with, I mean, just... with with animation now like if you if you went and watched anything on nickelodeon or anything on cartoon network it's it's done on a computer yeah, most of them are flash animated now yeah well i mean also the 2000s really abused uh flash animation and uh and, like, what to do with it. Oh, boy, Planet Sheen, Jimmy Neutron. Well, <laughs> That's not Flash animated, yeah, well, though. Flash sorry. animation was used as a way to cut corners when you run out of money or whatnot. But then so many shows realized it was a cheap moneymaker as a way to just animate an entire show in Flash. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Johnny Test. Well, what I was going to say, too, is is it's, it, I started this conversation off by asking you what the first animated an animated thing was. Do you know what the last animated thing was? No, it's impossible because there's something being animate, animated right now. Yeah. At all times, constantly, there's some kid in his living room or in his parents' basement. Um, he's got his Mountain Dew Red or his Mountain Dew uh, Code Red <laughs> sitting right there, and he's animating something that's going to horrify his parents in a couple months. You know, yeah. like like that that sort of shit is constantly happening at all times. Like when Newgrounds or uh, what was like 4chan or anything like that, early YouTube, Salad Fingers. Remember Salad yeah. Fingers? Fuck. Um, we we're kind of. Just like we are with cinema, we're kind of spoiled with this now, right? I just wish that we would get more traditionally animated films. Oh, I agree. We get so much of, uh, like, there was one that actually came to Netflix that I kind of want to watch called uh, Klaus. Yeah, yeah, you you were showing me that. Oh, is that that, that hand-drawn? Yeah, that's a hand-drawn animated film just with some computer techniques put into it. Yeah, interesting. And it looks great. It does. I saw, saw, like, a couple of clips, like, when I was scrolling through Netflix and whatnot, but, Yeah. uh, yeah. It looks. I, I couldn't tell it was it was hand drawn. Even I wasn't paying too much attention, even, but still. Even one of our favorite shows, Avatar. Like most of that yeah. animation is largely done by hand. Yeah, there's a couple of little bits of CGI for things that like you you can't really do hand drawn. Like those but... those tank things they have or whatnot. Yeah, like, and the blimps. Yeah. Yeah, like though I mean some of it looks a little more jarring than other spots, but yeah. Um, like uh, even uh, I get um. But I mean, like, I think a lot of his, I, we all kind of grew up in the Disney Renaissance and whatnot and all of that, like, with the more uh, hand-drawn stuff. And, like, I grew up with, like, some watching a lot of the older stuff on VHS. Yeah. Like, my favorite animated movie of all time is still probably The Secret of Nim. That's uh, a great movie. And most I totally thought you were going to say Beauty and the Beast. Most no. of that movie was animated in uh, Don Bluth's garage at, like... <laughs> nuts what no. a champ yeah i, I remember i read that love... book too when i was a kid oh yeah i've never read it i yeah. know it's i know it's like kind of scary right? oh yeah secret like, in the movie's dark yeah there's a lot of blood also for a yeah kid's movie. it's about mice right yeah yeah oh. it's been a long time since i've seen it yeah no um, it's uh either that or beauty and the beast are my favorite uh animated films yeah i think um i've, I've had a number obviously uh here i'll let lucas try and see if he can answer this before i can because my brain's kind of fried I, I don't know oh um, man all right uh Honestly, like you, you already mentioned How to Train Your Dragon. I absolutely yeah. adore those movies. Uh, most ones, honestly, the most most of the ones that I'm thinking of right off the top of my head are CGI animated, are 3D. Yeah, which is uh, Inside Out is yeah. up oh, there totally. for me, 100. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm, I love Frozen. 
Did I, you see I the know. second one yet? I haven't seen the second no. one. Yet. I'm not super interested in the second one. Yeah. But I, I absolutely adore Frozen. It's better than Tangled. Don't at me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked. I liked. They're sisters. I haven't, I haven't seen uh, Tangled. I liked. Uh, I liked Frozen well enough. But I by the Tangled. time I Tangled is good. But by the oh, yeah, time I, like I saw it, it was like right when it started to reach that oversaturation mm, point. Or I saw. I saw it before it came out, so I didn't have any hype going into it. What Frozen? Yeah. How bullshit? No. When we were at uh, Sate, they were giving. They remember. Remember they used to give out those uh, those pre screening tickets. Oh. I got one to Frozen. Oh, I you saw lucky it before it came bitch. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So um. Yeah. So I was all kind of spoiled on it. Like with like I was already my experience was kind of tarnished by the oversaturation like yeah yeah you like, also have a younger brother right so yeah i you're... told christian the other night part of it is that like uh um i had a i have younger siblings and a brother at the time who was about 12 years old and all the girls at his school were into frozen and he thought it was a way to be to be really popular <laughs> yeah that, unrelated but it just popped in my head do you do you by any chance know what the last hand-drawn animated feature film was um, the closest thing I, I can think was... of is probably Winnie the Pooh. That's right. I oh, think that's okay. The I was going to say Princess thing. and the Frog. No, no, because that came out well, well before Winnie the Pooh. Interesting. Okay. Winnie the Pooh was a 64-minute long feature film that had come out, uh, I think it was 2006? Uh, no, 2000 and, uh, uh, 2011, because it opened the same weekend oh, yeah, as Deadly was... Hallows. Oh, okay, because right. I was going to say Princess and the Frog was like 2008 or something right. like that. Yeah, no, and Winnie the Pooh, good movie. Yeah, uh, just right saying. Um, and uh, one, uh, one of my other, we actually talked about it uh, before the cast, Lilo and Stitch yeah. is one oh, of my my favorite animated movies I, especially I, as a kid yeah i've seen that movie more times than i can count yeah i like it's, that. it's beautiful it is it's gorgeous i love the way that that the the um watercolors are in the background mm. compared it was a, to what lilo and stitch look like in the foreground like, it was a very cool like visual thing that they did there there's even that one weird frame where like uh Lilo flips down a picture of Elvis, and it's in live action as she's yeah. walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some weird stuff in it, but it's still yeah. really entertaining. I think. I think. Uh, I can't really think of a motion pictures that uh, are on the top of my head in terms of like my favorites, but I mean, some of the obvious ones are like Into the Spider Verse, obviously. Like that's. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Inside Out is really is great. My favorite, I just popped into my brain. Liam already knows what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. What am I going to say? A goofy You're going to say a, a goofy, goofy movie. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I didn't call that. No, me neither. Uh, <laughs> and I'm the one that's mine. Yeah. Uh, and no, I, I have seen, oh boy, way too many times. It's so goddamn good. Like, just uh, like love your father, you piece of shit. Like, that was a movie I loved as a kid, and then for years I'd kind of forgotten about. And then one day, Christian and I were hanging out. He's like, let's watch a goofy movie. I'm like, what? I'm like, I forgot this movie existed. Yeah, and then no. we just started watching I, it never forget that movie existed but uh another thing that popped in my mind was uh, the new mickey mouse cartoon have you seen any of it no oh boy i need to show you some of it yeah. lucas it's so good yeah. each episode is only about five to seven minutes long and uh it's just bat shit because yeah. like <laughs> ma- ma- it uh they, they are kind of dr- it's kind of in that uh what's his name the, the guy who did uh, ren and stimpy um, uh john crick yeah yeah so john k um there's a couple john k early spongebob influence in it so there's a couple times where it's like kind of gross but you know they they circumvent that with like really sweet moments there's this one episode called bad ear day where mickey mouse yes, is getting yes, ready yes. to go to the opera with Minnie. well shit spoilers you don't find out it's the opera until the end <laughs> but Mi- Mi- mickey's going ready getting ready to go to date with minnie and uh he's blow drying his 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 ears because he doesn't have hair and they blow off <laughs> and the rest of the episode is is everything's like muffled and, and quiet and silent and mickey's trying to get his ears back until the huh. very end when, when or there's a scene with him and goofy and and he's like goofy's talking to him and mickey's like what (laughs) and then he steals goofy's ears and puts them on his head and then says i can't talk goofy i I gotta run i gotta go meet minnie he takes him and he hands him back to goofy and goofy just goes what (laughs) and then there's another episode called uh called uh, new york weenie and basically, Mickey and Minnie are walking through the through um, uh, New uh, Central Park, and Minnie's really hungry, so uh, Mickey goes to get her a hot dog, and the hot dog like slips out of the bun and starts like bouncing around New York City, and it, it's just bouncing everywhere and getting into all all sorts of trouble. But the opening line is Minnie and Mickey are walking through Central Park, and Minnie's just like, "Ah, oh, geez, Mickey, this is the greatest, uh, this is the greatest walk we've ever had." And then Mickey goes, pretty sure it's the only walk we've ever had. <laughs> oh, man. But it's really clever, and it's really, really funny. And there's, like, it's five great. seasons of it, and it's, it, it's just bombing. It does yes. have some of that, like, some points where I could tell they're using a lot of flash at points, but yeah. that's just a standard with cartoons right now. And a lot of it is, is you know, um, hand. I, I'm using air quotes, hand-drawn. 
right? So still drawn on like a a tablet or drawn on a computer, Mm -hmm. but um, there is moments where it does move a little too fast, right? It's it's a very fast cartoon, but I I don't know. There's just something about it. I mean, it's it's a uh, was it? It works for that us for that style. Again, just like I think, again, growing up in the 2000s or whatnot, where they really started to overuse Flash animation and whatnot. Yeah. And, like, even now, how, like, I don't... I have a problem with a lot of cartoons, because some of them, I feel, are so, like... The designs are so simplified, so they can be easier to flash or, like, overproduce episodes. Right, yeah. Well, and, and then, well, most cartoons, uh, they pump out, like, 30 of them a season, right? Yeah, I think it's also the fact that, like, there was some stuff in the 90s that I grew up with where I'm like, this was just incredible. Like, as much as, like... like Doug. Um, i was gonna say that uh, like rugrats yeah well rugrats Rugrats is uh, great rugrats had a very specific style or whatnot that's cat poop sorry uh, (laughs) in fact uh the guy even one of the head animators for rugrats left and created a on flux uh what was that interesting uh peter chung he was oh, one yeah. of her head animators on there. Not Klumsky or whatever it is? Uh, no. no. They, or, they went on to go uh, do Wild Thornberries, though. Yeah. Or, or a lot of the people from that show did. Or as or as told by Ginger or... Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Um, I love that show. There was also, like, even with... Um, do you remember as, What's With Andy? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we're re- <laughs> nostalgia, too. Uh, even, as much of a, uh, even as much of a piece of shitty as one thing that uh, John K. did with Ren and yeah, Stimpy. fuck that and guy. He's, he's, our, he's our fuck you, jo- he's our fuck you <laughs> list member now. Um, but, like, but he had this... It's a long whole, list. Yeah. He had this whole rule that was really cool for Ren, of, Ren and Stimpy, which is you were never allowed to use the fame, same face or expression twice. Oh. So, like, each time you would animate a different frame, you'd have to use a different face or, like... And if you watch uh, one episode that shows it perfectly, is an episode called Stimpy's Invention that went over budget and took over a year to produce. But it's just like a marvel of what you could do with uh, TV animation. Yeah, let's not pump John K's tires anymore because that's <laughs> a fucking piece of shit. So. That, is, that is something that you can do in animation that you can't do in live action is those extreme expressions. Oh, I thought you were going to say pump people's tires. And I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, to an extreme. But like extreme expressions and like extreme slapstick and things like Mickey ripping off uh, Goofy's ears and yeah. using them. And that's all stuff that you just can't do in live action. I mean, you could try. Yeah, you It might be try. a little scary. And gross. Yeah. <laughs> even like stuff that like, uh, like it look, even things that look like amazing or badass in animation just don't, wouldn't translate to, uh, to live action. Like yeah, that's like why Avatar. so many, or like, and oh, why boy, just, yeah. So many animes don't translate to live action. Yeah. From what I have seen from, from Avatar, you could not do that live action. I don't even know why M. Night tried to even like No, and it. they're making another live action series of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know why. why. When is it supposed to come out? I don't know. Uh, yeah, even like, uh, there's like this one thing. Christian's seen this, but there's an episode of like, and why I'm nervous about the upcoming live action adaptation with Cowboy Bebop. There's an episode where, um, uh, was it where uh, Spike essentially... Uh, uh, was it pickpockets a bunch of shit from a woman mm, yeah and yeah, then yeah. he turns and then she's like uh-huh and he turns her and she he turns around and he just has all of her shit and he has a hot dog in his mouth and he just swallows the whole thing in one go and it's really funny and charming but it won't work in live action yeah, could like, you imagine no. john Choi? is that his name john Choi? john cho john cho trying to swallow a whole fucking <laughs> hot dog i've seen him eat 30 hamburgers i don't know if i could do that with a hot dog <laughs> Um, and even, like, uh, the designs can be a lot more, like, logic-defying or whatnot. Yeah, for sure. And even, like, just timing or whatnot. You could perfectly time something animated. Live action is yeah. always going to be that risk of you don't get it. Uh, was it on point? And if it, if it weren't for... This just popped into my brain. You reminded me. Um, if if we didn't have animation, we wouldn't have video games. You know? That's like, true. Like, like, at all. We, we'd only have those shitty, like, live-action, like, point-and-click games that came out in, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, Sega, yeah, yeah, Sega CD games. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Even traditional animation has worked its way into video games. Like, look at Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Mm-hmm. What a great... Oh, man. man what yeah. a guy, hey? Yeah, you know, Don uh, Bluth. Don Bluth. What a man. Uh, um, he's pretty fucking old, eh? And, yeah, he's... Uh, I believe he's in his 80s now, and he's teaching at the University of... Uh, um, of Chicago, I think. Imagine getting to learn animation from from Don. It's kind of like <laughs> how something else. Irving Irving Kirshner teaches now, also. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he teaches oh, right filmmaking on. at a university. Huh. I, I thought he was. I thought he was dead. Yeah. It's also cool to think that uh, some uh, was it animation directors have tried their foot in live action a little bit. Like uh, Andrew Stanton has done some work in live action. Yeah. Uh, he, Brad Bird. Yep. Um. Or even like animators try like traditionally animated people trying uh, different mediums like Gendy Tartakovsky somehow being able to take his his uh, hand drawn like very fast sensibilities and put it into CGI. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean that makes a little bit more sense in my mind that transition there, especially with Hotel Transylvania and things like that. 
because the the momentum of of his work is so fast but if you were going to take uh somebody that maybe it wouldn't have worked with someone like charlie kaufman when yeah. they did Anna on lisa um it's a stop motion film uh, uh with uh, jennifer jason lee and i can't remember what the other guy i think tom well tom f wilson no Tom, Tom Tom Elf Wilson. I was just, it Tom? That's Wil- Biff. Was it Tom, <laughs> Tom Wilkinson? Uh, no, I can't remember who that. Richard uh, Jenkins. No, no, I can't remember right now. I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but um, that's one of those transitions where you don't think it's going to work. Same thing with uh, um, uh, Wes Anderson moving yeah. from 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 doing like Royal Tenenbaums and then going and doing the the, the Mr. Uh, Mr. Fox. I don't yeah, know. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Mm-hmm. Fox. Or even like. Uh, one of like the most uh, hit or miss directors in Hollywood, Gore Verbinski. Like one of his best animated <laughs> movies ever is uh, one of his best movies ever is animated. Yeah, Rango. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Rango. In fact, I think it's he has. Fun. Yeah. I think he has a way better voice for animation maybe than he does for live action. Because even his live action movies can have like most very weird cartoony sensibilities. But yeah, most... like Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean has a lot of pirate like cartoony moments but then it also, is a cartoon yeah but then really dark moments that don't fit well in animation i feel like you can make that work a lot better mm-hmm. yeah oh imagine all imagine all the dead the, the, the dead skeleton pirates but in, but animated i would love that it would yeah, remind me so of cool. uh, in hercules when he's going down the river sticks yeah. right oh man that's creepy even yeah. in uh what do you call it in uh what's uh uh in rango mm-hmm. um with um he uh uh they actually got ilm to pretty much animate the entire movie and oh, he really? even used this cool technique to help it come across more where he... Because um, it, it, there's a lot of moments where it looks pretty damn yeah, real. Yeah, there are points where it's uh, the details are impeccable. They uh, He also did this cool thing with the voice actors where instead of just getting them all alone in booths or whatnot, he put them into uh, onto a big soundstage and had a bunch of obstacles and stuff for them to walk through and act amongst each other while a boom op rocked, walked, went along with them. That's bad shit. I mean, like, and it comes across very, very well. Where do you, where um? I ask you guys this question uh, quite frequently when we're we're talking about a topic. But uh, what, what do you think the future of of um, animation is going to be? Do you think we're going to have a renaissance of hand drawn animation and the re exploration of of uh, imagination uh, in the same I, way that we had in the past? Or I doubt that uh, hand drawn animation is ever really going to make a big resurgence. Every once in a while, some big company will put out like uh, a, a hand-drawn animated movie, and everyone's be like, "Oh, it's back! It's back!" But I don't think it's ever really going to come back, just because yeah. I think uh, CGI and 3D and like uh, tablet drawn and everything is cheaper and easier. Yeah, the technology is way too way too advanced. Right? Yeah, it's also exactly. more eco-friendly. I think yeah. we're also kind of stuck in a rut right now, given that Disney isn't really greenlighting a lot of um, like they were the game changers and like the big people of animation. But we're kind of stuck in a rut, given that they've recently canceled all of her, most of her animated films that um, were not sequels. Yeah, pretty much only like I don't I don't know about but like Pixar is like one of the only major companies that focuses on animation. Anymore, yeah, pretty that much. I can think of. And then um, there's also like really, DreamWorks, but other than that, well, DreamWorks is now owned by Illumination. Oh shit! And Illumination has a really cheap way of animating, where like uh, they reuse the same models over and over to fill backgrounds. Mm. so like if you watch sing or something like a lot of the main characters or whatnot you could see just slight variations of them in the background just to fill space as an extra yeah i I did actually notice that in some of the like how to train dragon uh especially the how to train dragon movies like a lot of the vikings in the background look exactly the same right right you gotta you gotta gotta cut corners where you can right yeah those are also expensive movies to animate (laughs) and i mean animation is also one of those places where i think it's totally acceptable but I mean, yeah. when it's so obvious, like the way Illumination does, like you, I can continue to count like how many times I see Johnny the Gorilla in the background again. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna show up in Shrek, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're doing Shrek next. Yeah, it comes. It comes oh, out no. next. Uh, well, I think we get a trailer next year. I think they uh, they put up a, a post on their on their um, Instagram or something, and it was just like Shrek Shrek Five Twenty Twenty. Oh, no. uh, shut up! Well, no one fucking cares. <laughs> Did you ever see the the Shrek stage musical? No, it was on Netflix for a while. It's horrible i think i've seen like the first 10 minutes of it yeah, and i turned it off I was, I was scared I, I i turned it off and just watched shrek <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've also christian i've talked about it i've come to the terms that i don't like the shrek movies very much no we've talked mm. about this shrek sucks yeah no? shrek is essentially i've said this on my facebook and i will say it again here i'm pretty sure you and i talked yeah. about this on saturday yeah. liam yeah, shrek. Ex- exclusively on yeah. saturday we talked yeah. this was we're recording this on monday uh, so two days ago we talked about this about how much Shrek sucks. <laughs> Shrek is literally a fraternity's Princess Bride. Yeah, it's animal. Yeah, it's it's because I saw Princess Bride recently in the theater as well. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot to mention that, but it's whatever, great movie. whatever. Also, um, also a bit of a cart- live action cartoon. Yep, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I would very say cartoony. so. But Shrek is the Princess Bride. 
basically. It's the same fucking movie. More or less, yeah. With, I mean, obviously some exceptions, but, you know, um, because Princess Buttercup is not an ogre. Uh, (laughs) No, she's the beautiful Robin, right? Uh, But it's the same fucking movie. It's, It's if you took Animal House and The Princess Bride and you... You roofied them both, yeah. and you just were like, "Let's see what happens." Take the political commentary out of uh, Animal House and take the everything good about the Princess Bride. <laughs> I have said about Shrek, it's like, like a trailer park marriage. It's like, and when up. people go off about how original Shrek was, I'm like, literally, no, no. I'm like, literally, the ending. I would argue the way it, it's executed, I thought was kind of cool and original. But like, for the most part, like. Like, when, of like fa- how Fiona decides yeah. to be an ogre. And, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but subversion of fairy tales or like uh, playing off fairy, t- fairy tale troops was nothing new, even when the Princess Bride did. Yeah, Shrek no. just threw in some poop jokes and pop culture references. Yeah. No, Shrek fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like Shrek fine. I understand what you're saying. I I think Shrek two is vastly superior. I agree. Shrek yeah. two is a significantly better film. Yeah. Even then, I just find a lot of I find a lot of Shrek two boring, <laughs> and like I find a lot of the first one kind of boring and just annoying. You bore me, Green Man. <laughs> <laughs> one um, of my favorite lines in Shrek two is when the the fairy godmother takes the king away, like in in the carriage. And then, like, he's refusing her, and he's like, don't make me do something I don't want to do. And they pull up to a fast food, and he's like, you ruined my diet! i got to stress eat now! <laughs> There's, uh, uh, I guess there is one last thing I wanted to talk about with uh, animation, which is that, like, I think I, I feel like a lot of why Shrek picked up or whatnot, or, like, why we're not getting as many 2D hand-drawn animation films anymore, is because I think a lot of general audience just see the 2D animated drawing stuff as stuff for kids. And old. Yeah, they see yeah. it as old and for children. And, like, yeah. And, like, because The Princess and the Frog came out a year before um, Tangled. And, like, The Princess and the Frog did okay. Yeah. But it wasn't the big groundbreaker Disney was hoping for. Well, Tangled made a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's because of a race thing. Some people, I think it's more, I think there's a little bit of that. But I think it's more so just the thing against 2D animation. Um, and how some... Yeah, a lot of people see like people see in general animation as either for kids. It's it's either for kids or it's Family Guy. Like there's not really like an yeah. in between. Yeah, like, well, I, was... I don't know with, with uh, 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 Spider Man. Um, that's true. That's, fair. That, that's a movie mm-hmm. that's for everyone. Yeah, I agree. But like the, the the general like view of animation in our culture at least is it's either for kids. Or it's like Bojack Horseman or Rick and Morty or something that's not for kids Distinctly for adults. Out in Japan, like, even anime is watched, like, primetime television there. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, uh, in fact, uh, there are some animes that were banned there for a few episodes because they were deemed, they thought it was too violent. (laughs) Like, Cowboy (laughs) Bebop was canceled after five episodes before it got revived by a toy company who just (laughs) invested into it. That's wild. Um, There was, um, but, like, uh, even, like, uh, I feel like we need to, I've, I actually got to talk with uh, Bruce Tim, a producer of uh, Batman the Animated Series at a con once, about the possibility of a... Uh, Name drop. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, of a uh, live... Of a animated Batman show. Kind of like a Makina of Animated Series, but like a little bit more adult that would maybe air around the same time as Law & Order or something. Like Spawn. Yeah. Not like on the level of Spawn. Like, you don't need to show tits every couple of minutes. You don't need to have everybody swear, like, insane amounts of blood. Just air it around the same time you Shut air, like... Shut your fucking tits up. <laughs> air it around the same time you air, like, Law and & Order and whatnot. Mm, yeah. Also, all of Could it... you imagine that lineup? Like... <laughs> Law & Order Law and SVU. Order. Law & Order SVU. Law, um, Law & Order. Law & Order SVU. CSI KFC. And then... Oh, Batman. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Not and, for that NCIS. Yeah. <laughs> and also, to, and then uh, NCIS Miami. Yeah. <laughs> my mom is one of those people who thinks that hand-drawn animation is literally just for kids, and there's nothing around. Like my mom hates animation. Yeah. And there are times where I'm like, oh, I want to go out and find a copy of Fritz Cat and have you watch it with me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wizards or uh, <laughs> well, literally fun. any Ralph Bashki. Yeah. yeah. Are you familiar with any Ralph Bashki films, Lucas? Or? Just just the Lord of the Rings one, really. And Wizards. Um, we watched Wizards at school. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Since you'd mentioned that, I didn't yeah. say. Well, it, I saw yeah. Wizards very young. I saw Wiz- <laughs> oh, Wizards no. when I was about uh, seven years old. That is not for children. Um, no. Well, I mean, Ralph Bakshi describes it as a family picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, Don't do the Channel Awesome stuff. Fuck uh, that. No. no, I mean, even if you listen to the commentary for Wizards, he talks about how and he says it like he has this weird Boston accent where he's like a family picture. <laughs> um, and like yeah, no, uh, this is a family picture, <laughs> and um, he's got a gun, <laughs> smoking. Um, yeah, that's why it's a, that's why it's an audio commentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like it was he, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, 
but like he essentially pioneered the idea that animation can be just as much for adults as it is for kids yeah, of course mm-hmm. i mean he he made the first x-rated animated film of all time yeah right, with fritz the cat which mm-hmm. i once had a copy of uh like downloaded and my dad's like you shouldn't watch that <laughs> and i was like why not and he's like i don't think you're ready <laughs> um, i was i was 17 oh, okay uh, he um, still was i still wasn't ready <laughs> 27 I mean, still not ready uh one i i mean even with like uh, something like love death and robots coming out or whatnot like i really hope that helps rejuvenate interest in like a more adult oriented animation that isn't just like uh alcoholics running around on cosmic adventures or uh or facing delusions of grandeur yeah what about your fucking cowboys bebopping around <laughs> fuck you and your bebops that was weak son i didn't have anything you, you put me off guard then don't talk fuck off <laughs> fuck. don't talk on this talking medium <laughs> fuck your fucking cowboy b- bullshit <laughs> beep uh, beep nope I uh, got fuck it. your dick and mortar <laughs> um anime sucks uh no i shouldn't say that we have a couple fans that like anime i'm sorry i apologize anime is not some anime some anime is good i've seen uh some things um um, Um, i was always a digimon kid i just want to i just want to make that clear uh, (laughs) if that has not translated kids anime for most poop jokes anime what digimon really yeah but that's the kids anime that's famous for having the american dub having so well, many an absurd amount of like poop jokes well, huh. and, uh, it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> a while back i tried to rewatch the Yu-Gi-Oh show yeah don't do that it's so bad yeah don't it's do terrible that. like like a guy has a has like a he plays he plays the card game and he comes out looking like someone beat the shit out of him <laughs> um if you, you just played a card game bro the game was he- the show was heavily toned down by yeah. uh, the censors when it came oh, to yeah? america I bet. to a point where they had to reanimate fucking rice balls like in pokemon to say they were donuts because they didn't think americans could accept rice balls <laughs> yeah what a time to be alive you know yeah um i i I think moving forward like we we got a couple things coming out next year um in terms or within the next couple years that that uh, animation wise that we're excited uh, i'm excited for soul uh, is one that i'm excited for uh that's pixar right yeah that one i'm intrigued about because it's done by the mostly the same team that did inside out and and the music is being done by nine inch nails no it's being done by trent reznor and atticus ross same difference no it's not it's very different there is a bit yes although nine inch nails well, i don't want to get into this <laughs> nine inch nails is trent reznor and atticus ross that is true however they do not build themselves as that because the music is not coming from nine inch nails because it's not coming from the same place as nine inch nails my eyes are closed right now and i'm talking really fast because liam pissed me off <laughs> wow way to data dump <laughs> oh boy i got oh, a lot of things i want to say right now that i'm gonna wait till the fucking podcast they're, they're, is over. they're pointing guns at each other guys like, i don't feel safe i don't know why i bring them i let them in here yeah. <laughs> my doorman just he's just like yeah. no nah, no nah, this is acceptable um anyway yeah there's a couple things that are coming like uh like i said in spider verse 2 um which is gonna mm-hmm. be really exciting i'm not so super 2021 or 2021 i believe uh, yeah i'm not super stoked for onward um mm. after i saw the second trailer i was like i was like oh all right yeah, it's like oh this is bright yeah but hopefully better <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but with it, half a man and it shows that um uh what is it chris pratt and tom holland are completely incapable of playing roles that they haven't been typecast as <laughs> yeah it's andy dwyer and spider-man that's what it is there's even that other animated movie chris i watched a trailer for it the other day uh spies in disguise spies where, in disguise where tom holland is literally just playing uh his version of peter parker yeah and yeah. and uh will smith plays a pigeon or he huh. plays a secret agent that gets turned into a pigeon or something. I don't know. The, co- the trailer was so stupid, it broke my brain. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I motioned to Lucas to tell me what time it was, but it was trying to get him to do it silently. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and then I you looked like, at uh, me like, what the fuck do you want me to do right now? I, I was going to be like, 103? <laughs> it's, it's okay. Time is a construct. Shut yeah. up. Oh, boy. I gave Liam a beer before this, so it might be a oh, little mistake. A little hectic, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, lo- I like cartoons. Um, do, you think, an- do you think anima- animation is more than just cartoons, though? Like, when you say cartoons, cartoons usually, in my mind, I think cartoons, I think 2D animated. I think, I think like, cell animated cartoons, hand-drawn cartoon- cartoons. Um, I think animation, I think, like, How to Train Your Dragon, Spider-Man, Despicable Me, right? I think mm-hmm. animation where it has more of, like, a concrete, ongoing narrative or whatnot. Like, uh, well, like, something like a cartoon would be something like 
uh, what is it, uh, Tom and Jerry, or just or those anything, Mickey Mouse cartoons, or anything. Yeah. Hanna Barbera comes up. Oh, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like sat, they, those would be like Saturday morning cartoons when the episodes aren't necessarily linked. Each episode's a standalone yeah. thing. And like uh, even like you could kind of have a middle ground or whatnot, where you have a more cartoony thing, but it where you have a more cartoony style that fits kind of a bill that's associated okay. with that. Okay, like, yeah. over. Yeah, like or even like. Um, I guess that would be the difference between like a cartoon and an animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Because like, yeah, I don't call it that Batman cartoon. Yeah, Batman the Brave and the Bold that's is a cartoon. A cartoon. <laughs> Batman, Batman the Animated Series is an animated series. Yeah, I agree. Interesting distinction. You know what? And uh, all I gotta say is uh, keep your eyes open for uh, uh, Thunder Lizard, the animated series, <laughs> and the episode is over. <laughs> I did it. Great transition there, guys. Um, anyway, if you if you've liked what you've heard, uh, I mean, this has been the Thundercast for this week. So if you have liked what you've heard, um, uh, please like us on social media. We got our Instagram account, our Facebook, and our and our YouTube, which you can find us at Thunder Lizard Collective on any of those. On Twitter, we're Thunder Lizard OG or Thunder Lizard Og, um, if you would like that as well. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, make sure to spread us around, everybody. Give us five stars on iTunes. Share us on social media. Follow us on Spotify and shove our episodes down your friends' throats. And also, uh, if uh, you like our voices, you might enjoy uh, Thunder and Dragons, which is an upcoming uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast with the three of us, as well as a friend of ours named Dan. Yeah, and uh, I think that should be out hopefully in the new year. Um, hopefully, yeah, if, if I ever get a spare moment to actually edit the show. Right, that, so, <laughs> so uh, tentatively 2020 is what we're looking at for that. We also have an, a few other podcasts that are going to be starting up soon. Um, there's uh, John's Podcast Show, which if you want to know anything about that, please go to our, our YouTube channel and search for John's Whiteboard Blackboard Show, John's uh, Tree Climbing Show, and John's Stairwell Show. Any one of those will give you enough information to know what we're doing. <laughs> um, and then we also have a, a, a podcast with uh, me and a friend of the show, Malik. Uh, he and I are going to be starting a show called um, Expose Yourself. Um, it is not about streaking. Uh, you'll find out later about that at a later date. Anyway, uh, this has been the Thundercast for this week. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam. And that's all, folks. Thank you for doing that. Can he say that legally? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he it. did. He did such a piss poor in, impression. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, okay. folks. There you go. All right, we'll see you later. That was bombing. But Liam is is squirming in his seat over there, um, as if he has a knife out. <laughs> <laughs> We saw Knives Out. Uh, 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 yeah, Lee, Lee, that was awful, and I loved it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>